Good evening, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. High school basketball tonight. Atlantic travels to Ottawa for a non-conference boys game. The Trojans are coming off a 68-43 win over Shenandoah. Atlantic head coach Dalton Franken says there are a couple of scenarios at this time of year. At this time of year, there's two teams. First, there's a team that uh, can't wait for Christmas break, and there's teams that uh, want to build momentum going into Christmas break, and we want to be a team that's building momentum. So um, we checked that first box. The Trojans got off to a quick start in the win over Shenandoah and continued to build the lead to the final buzzer. I thought the effort was great. It was good for all 32 minutes. We were really locked in defensively. Our ball pressure was really good. We were really packed up the driving lanes for them. A lot of those possessions we were guarding until there was two or three seconds left on the shot clock, so we were really making things hard on them, which was good to see. I thought we did a lot of good things in transition. And Colton Rasmussen led the Trojans with 33 points, and point guard Nolan Waters added 16 Nolan Waters was huge for us. He really got downhill and was a he was in attack mode all night, and we need that from him. Meanwhile, the Wheelers are coming off a 51-33 win over Logan Magnolia. Ottawa's led in scoring by Edward Miller, averaging 15 points per game, and Aaron Olson is averaging 10. The Wheelers into the game tonight with a record of four and five. Atlantic is two and seven. Head coach Darren Miller. The first half season's kind of gone up and down. Uh, obviously, me being a new coach with the boys is mm-hmm. take some adjustment. I've been with the girls here the last several years, but. Uh, them getting used, used to me and them, me used to them. So the first couple games were a little rock, rocky, but we've uh, last several four or five games. I thought we played a lot better, and and I'm um, excited for a non-conference matchup tonight. Yeah, Coach Miller says defense has really been the key in that win over Logan Magnolia. Uh, I think defensively we did a really nice job. I think the last several games we've done uh, much better at that, playing good team defense and um, trying to help each other out when time was needed, and just done a much better job rebounding too. I feel like we've done a pretty good job holding teams just to one possession which has been key for us and coach miller talks about facing atlantic obviously plays in hawkeye 10 and it's a pretty good conference and they got a lot of big physical kids and obviously rasmussen kids can flat out shoot it and score so he's obviously presents the biggest challenge for us right away and then uh the two bigger kids there uh 23 and 24 and then last game the water water mm-hmm. kid shot really good so we, they got a lot of different things that we got to focus on and try to you know eliminate and not necessarily eliminate, but just try to contain, you know, and, and then I think rebounding is really important for us, too. they got some big bodies that we got to make sure we put bodies on and try to secure the rebound and then handle their pressure. They do a good job of creating some full-court pressure uh, off their makes. So we got to get our hands full, but we're up for the challenge. I think it's good for us to get challenged and pushed, and we play in a pretty good conference, too, so that helps us, you know, just get better towards the end of the year. And we'll have the game on 95.7 FM and live video streamed at westerniowatoday.com, powered by Nishnanet. The pregame starts at 7, tip-off at 7.15. Well, the Riverside uh, basketball team is focusing on their game plan. Zach Collins has this report. Riverside had a tough test against a ranked number 14 trainer Cardinals team, which they came up short as they fell 48-42. The Bulldogs were able to out-rebound the Cardinals 35-33 in the competition, but gave up 22nd quarter points after allowing just 7 to trainer in the first quarter. Head coach Mitch Rice was proud of what his girls did on the floor, but wanted to see the margin of error limited in a tight game. You know, we came out and we executed really well at the uh, at the beginning of the game, and I think we may have may have shocked them a little bit. And you know, it came they they were able to fight back and draw draw it pretty tight. And um, you know, our girls continued to battle hard, and our, our transition started off really well. And then we kind of we kind of slowed down a little bit. 
kind of took our foot off the gas, which we, we could, didn't have, couldn't afford to do, obviously. But going through and looking at the stats this morning and everything, and, you know, we out-rebounded them. Um, you know, we had uh, quite a few steals. We did a lot of things really well. Uh, but the margin for errors in, in games like that is pretty slim. And, uh, you know, they made a few less mistakes than we did down the stretch and were able to, to pull it out. Uh, but man, our girls, our girls battled the effort from from all ten of them. Again, we had ten girls play thirteen minutes or more, and we're just continuing to push, continue to grind, continue to play as a team. In terms of their last loss, Coach Rice said, "Quote: This loss is on me. I need to be more focused going forward." End quote. Riverside needs to focus on cutting out the little mistakes, which only takes getting better and more focused as a unit. Maintaining my focus will help the girls maintain their focus, which was actually our word of the week. Um, and uh, I think we'll continue to do better, and I'll continue to learn and grow uh, with that as well. There's not just one girl who stands out on this Riverside team. Rather, you see a complete team effort all around. Riverside features seven players who put in significant numbers on an average of four points or more per game, which may not sound like much, but it adds up for Riverside. They also play a very tight defense that can transition well in difficult situations. I mean, I could go through and talk about every girl if you look through our stats and everything. Right. You know, our girls are doing a great job. The average, you know, are, we're pretty averaged at scoring across the board. Um, and, you know, um, Alyssa Amdor really kind of helped spark us a lot at the beginning as well last night. I think she had six in the first quarter off of some great passes, off of some, you know, some great individual moves as well. And the, those kids are really all, all of them are really battling pretty hard. The Bulldogs have an upcoming game against Tri-Center before the break, a team that leads the series between the two 24 and 5. Tri-Center is led on the floor by Alexis Flaherty, who averages around 12.1 points and 7.6 rebounds per game as she leads the team in both categories. This is a well-coached team by Derek Sonderlin that will surely give Riverside a tough time in the hardwood. You know, we've got to continue to do what we're doing. You know, we've got to be, we've got to be fast. Uh, we've got to be aggressive. Uh, we've got to be under control. Uh, you know, if we can do those three things, I think that we have a great opportunity, uh, you know, to, to come out on top. You know, Tri-Center, uh, you know, Sunderland does a great job over there. Um, you know, his team's always ready to play. They're always prepared. They're feisty, um, you know, but it's one that we, we've got to go in and, and kind of set the tempo and, and put it in our favor early. And, you know, if we take care of the ball, we share the ball, we rebound the ball, um, you know, we're, we're going to continue to just focus on what we do. And I think the rest will take care of itself. Riverside hosts Tri-Center on Thursday with the opening tip off at 6 p.m. I'm Zach Callens reporting. Let's turn our attention to uh, wrestling. Austin West uh, had a chance to catch up with ACGC boys head wrestling coach as they head into the winter break. As we head to Christmas break for schools around southwest Iowa, that doesn't mean winter sports seasons come to a halt. There are still practices to be had and preparations to make. The ACGC boys wrestling team is headed into their break coming off a tough tournament this past weekend at the Jim Kenyon Norseman Invitational in Story City, where the Chargers had four top five finishers, including Tegan Slaybaugh placing third at 120 pounds, Gavin Sloss placing fifth at 126 pounds, Michael Fuller placing third at 190 pounds, and Peyton Jacoby placing second at 285 pounds. ACGC head coach Lane Rummelhart said it was a good tournament for his guys to compete in. Yep, um, that was a real tough tournament, probably one of the toughest ones um, we've ever been to. This was our first year ever going up to Rolling Story, and um, there was just a lot of good competition. It was really nice for our guys to see, you know, 
um, a tournament that had all three levels, you know, 1A, 2A, and 3A. Albert was, uh, I was really proud of, of Peyton. He found some offense. We were lacking on um, getting some offense going on our feet. We found a little more offense on our feet this weekend, found ourselves in the finals against a really, really good uh, good matchup for us there in the finals and, and lost a close one. Um, Keegan took his first loss on, on the year from Southeast Pole guy, and um, that's not always a bad thing. There's always good things to learn from a loss like that, so I think that'll only help him. And, and Michael just came back and, and wrestled the East Marshall kid that pinned him earlier in the year, I think in the first period, wrestled him to a 4-2 match in the semis and came back, got third, next best thing. So and can't uh, can't leave Gavin Sauce out either, coming back in a fifth place uh, performance, finishing well ahead of his seed. Really proud of his performance too. As the team enters that Christmas break, not only is Rummelhart looking to improve on the skills his wrestlers have, but getting healthy as well. Another point he makes is to make sure his wrestlers have the self-control and the smarts to make sure they're not going overboard on holiday treats and avoiding problems with weigh-ins down the stretch. That doesn't mean they can't get into the weight room and add some muscle weight onto the scale. First thing's going to be get healthy. Uh, got guys sick, got guys hurt. Um, our lineup's been far from complete pretty much the last two or three weeks, pretty much since the start of season. So really hoping the back half of the season we can get guys back to their normal weights and where they should be and have a lot stronger lineup uh, from start to finish. But it just comes down to discipline. It's something we talk about all the time. Um, some of my guys I encourage to bump back up a little bit, get a few extra lifts in and get that weight back up. we got two pounds coming back off the break, so it doesn't hurt to, to come back down again just a little bit for some of those guys, just kind of depending on where they're at. So not too worried about weights and meals and all that. It'll be something we touch on, but for the most part, I'd like to think our guys are pretty disciplined. The Chargers of ACGC will return from break in January of 2024 and will face their first competition of the new year on Tuesday, January 2nd, in a triangular duel against Van Meter and East Union starting at 5.30 p.m. For KSOM and KS95 Sports, I'm Austin West reporting. Thanks, Austin. More sports on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great evening. <laughs>